Hello and welcome back to The Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. I'd like to greet everyone and we continue with the prophecies that I am proclaiming. These are prophecies about the United States. I've started a new series, finished the series, giving us insight into invaders that will come to this country in the future, Russia and China. I always give these introductions because this might be somebody's first video. I thank all the new subscribers that are joining the Master's Voice Prophecy blog. If you are minded to share these videos with others, God bless you. If this is just something that you would like to watch and weigh and study by yourself for now, that's also understandable. Please check the description box always to get an idea about what each video is about. You'll find links to the blog concerning the prophecy that I'm reading out in each video. And this will make it infinitely easier for you to use and to also share with others. So I thought that it would be wise to continue. I just spoke about arrows in the previous video. If you haven't seen that, simply look at the head channel below, Master's Voice. Click it, subscribe, put your notifications on. And then you can look among the prophecies and you will see one that is titled Arrows. So um, I was reminded this blog works really great. It You read a prophecy and then at the bottom it suggests other prophecies that are similar to the one that you were reading. I don't know how it does that, but it's certainly helping me. So what the Lord has said to me is that Words about war should be shared. You know, war is, hmm, war is a lot more devastating than we think, brothers and sisters. You see people in the supermarket here in America, you see people at the laundromat, you see them at your job, and this nation is such a melting pot. People come from everywhere, all over the world, and you may or may not know their backstory. So there are people who seek asylum here, asylum seekers, they come here, the refugees here. There are people who have come here with very heartbreaking pasts. They've come here broken, as it were, because some of their family members uh, are not alive anymore. They've come here because their home country was ravaged by war. They've come here because they've lost such a lot and they're looking for a new start they're looking for a place to forget um but they went through what they experienced when war comes people go hungry when war comes people die when war comes there's a lot of terror there's a lot of fear there's a lot of relocating. There's a lot of loss. There's not only, we know that in war, the highest cost is the loss of life. But what we, we, we sometimes don't know is that there's so many other costs. There's loss of sovereignty, right? So whether it's a civil war, as there have been so many civil wars in the modern era in the last 50 years, um, or it's an international war with two nations boxing it out, there are so many hidden costs behind the scenes. The most obvious cost, at least the cost that the media likes to run with because they are sensationalists, is the cost 
of life, the loss of life, but there's so many other costs. There's loss of sovereignty. If one nation loses, you know, um, they may suffer annexation. They may suffer, um, loss of property. There's, there's, um, relocation. You know, you get driven from the place that you grew up. First of all, you lose your home and then sometimes you lose your nation completely. You run away and you might not be able to go back ever depending on how the country is. There's the decimation of infrastructure. Things are busted, broken. People don't get to go to school anymore. Um, I know people who have lost 10 to 15 years of education because of wars, and they maybe left school in the ninth grade, if they were lucky, fifth grade, fourth grade, and for 15 years, which basically catapults them into adulthood, they did not get the opportunity to be educated. And then they had to pick up what, what is called here in America, continuing adult educa education. But basically these are now grown men and women. Some people are even thirties, some people forties that are having to finally be able to pick up the pieces and carry on with what, what is basically children's education. And then now start to chase um, high school and some of them college at very old ages. So sometimes I have to say, when I look around America and I see people just mouthing off, talking, you know, Annie, get your gun. I look and I know that there is a deep lack of understanding. Whenever you have a population that either went through a transitional phase, because even war is a transitional phase. It's a descent from sanity into madness. And then that nation has to climb, climb back out of the madness, back into some semblance of normalcy, back into some semblance of nationhood. Again, the nation needs rebuilding. The buildings need rebuilding. The infrastructures need rebuilding. Um, the societal frameworks, you know, schools, hospitals, um, where people go to get married, just basically the things that shape and frame our life. All of that becomes destroyed and the nation basically has to climb out of that pit and try to put herself back together. So when I see people talking about, I'm getting my ammo and, and, uh, this is, this is not a dig at people in the South because people have guns everywhere here now. And I'm not going to make any, any claims about that. I believe in people's rights to protect themselves. I don't think that people, just because I'm a Christian, you know, Nehemiah, when he was building the wall and Tob Tobiah and Sambalat kept sending threats and saying, we're going to come to you, Israel, we're going to kill you. You're not going to rebuild this wall. Nehemiah told his people to arm themselves. So the Bible says that the people built the wall with a sword on their hip, one hand on their sword and one hand on building the wall. So this is definitely a sign from the Bible that just because you're Christian doesn't mean that you have to sit there and let people kill you. Please let this not be taken out of context, okay? This is not a... Uh, let's move on. What I'm trying to say is this. War decimates. War destroys. War leaves very devastating costs across multiple levels. So when I see people using language and displaying a heart condition that shows that they are not sensitive to what can happen when there is tensions, 
clashings. You cannot allow clashing over ideology to tear a nation apart. A blue state person and a red state person and a libertarian and a green party person are still Americans. You look at your passport, it doesn't say Indonesian, it doesn't say French. It doesn't say that you're from the nation of Bahrain. You're an American. If you have ideological differences, that's not a crime. God didn't give us all the same brain. People are allowed to have their opinions. They're allowed to have their preferences. You cannot castigate and shake the finger at other people to the point where an entire person becomes reduced to their preference that they write on a ballot every four years. Lord help me, how did I get here? But you cannot reduce an entire person to their preference and decide that because you don't like that preference, you're going to hate that person. I don't think that that is Christian at all. This is just my one tiny little view on this one tiny little channel. So you don't have to quote that. You don't even have to take that. But definitely, in the spirit of consideration, it's something to think about. This election is showing a sides of Christianity that I frankly did not know were there. So this word is called New York's sign in the sky. It is talking about a future time when war will destroy the city of New York. Now, I live in New York. This is home. But I also hear from the Lord all the time that he is going to destroy New York. New York is going to be obliterated. I have shared in other videos that the things that are acceptable in New York are pretty much trendsetting in terms of evil. This is the city that I was in that announced in 2017 the shocking fact that there are 31 genders. Go figure, 31 different genders besides the original two of male and female. This is the city that decided to recreate reality because God apparently didn't do a good enough job. And so they thought that they would help him by putting on the law books that you can be so many other things that I never even bothered, even as somebody in the legal profession, to read the proclamation because, yeah. So in New York, you can be anything that you want to be. It doesn't even have to be, I guess, human. You can have any pronoun that you want to have. And in fact, it's actionable. Somebody can sue you if they work at your business and they're clearly a man named Harold. And then a few years later, due to this proclamation, Harold decided that he also wanted an altar named Susanna. And Harold has the right to be Harold on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then be Susanna on Tuesday and Thursday. And if you as a coworker or the boss forget what day Harold is Susanna, and you call him a he instead of a she, that's actionable in New York City. If that sounds like mind-bending reality to anyone from a foreign country who's watching this video, you and me both. You and me both. New York City passed another proclamation um, 
making it legal to have abortion, full-term abortions. Now, we know that um, the body can miscarry. You can lose your baby spontaneously, naturally. There can be complications, and you lose your baby. But then abortion is not only legal here, but then they really pushed it to where you can decide that you don't want your baby even up to the second and third trimester. So I'm not even going to talk about the dangers of that on your body as a female, but basically you can decide that a fully baked baby that's ready to come out and have some nipple time and play and poop his or her little life away is going to be a burden to you and, um, you can legally terminate that child's life. And I have heard of situations where um, it didn't go so well and the baby escaped the abortion process and actually came out and was born, but because the consent form had already been signed, um, the child was still put to death. So this is a contentious issue. America has been fighting this battle and losing it epically ever since Roe versus Wade. I think it was 1971. Mm. And so these considerations of a woman's right, a woman's body, just understand it's your right and it's your body. But the minute that life begins to grow in you, you as a mother, you as a father, you as an abortion clinic technician, nobody gave you the right over that life. That life comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. He is king over that life. He created that life. He started it to grow in the womb. It contains his spirit. And you do not have the right to terminate that. If you have done that and you are listening to this and you are angry and enraged and thinking that I am judging you, I have no interest in judging you. You and I are both going to die at some point and stand before the Lord. You might be third in line and I might be five billionth and fifteenth. I will be nowhere near you when the Lord asks you to account outside of the body, this is after death, for the things that you did when you were in your human form. You won't be able to bring up the woman in the blue blouse and say, oh, but she was judging me. All God is going to tell you is, leave celestial, I'll get to her right now. Let's talk about you. So if you're watching this and you've done this in your life, if you are a man who has forced a woman to have an abortion, you need to repent. If you are a woman who has had an abortion, you need to repent. Repentance is getting down on your knees and admitting before the Lord Jesus Christ that you have committed sin. Admitting that you are wrong. Admitting that you have broken God's laws. Admitting that you are flawed. That you acted in ignorance or pride or willfulness. Meaning that you said, I will do this. Some people have done this three, four, five, six times. And they just keep sliding through life and they don't know that they are piling up for themselves such a day of vengeance when they stand before the Christ without the blood of Jesus to wash away that blood that you have spilt. Brother and sister, your end will be a terrifying and a long-standing one. Wherever those children have gone, they have returned right back into the bosom of the one who sent them. But you will not spend the end of your days in the bosom of the one who sent them. You will spend your days in another bosom that is thorny and wicked and very, very hot. Sometimes I do not understand the way these videos go, but I always pray and ask the Lord to speak. 
So these are some of the charges that the Lord brings against New York City. And for that, New York City will be utterly destroyed. The prophecy came on June the 29th, 2019. And parts of it also came from June the 14th, 2019. New York City will suffer a sign. This event will be nuclear or some other type of weapons striking the city in the form of starburst detonations in the sky. So I literally saw, um, I don't know what kind of bomb this was, but it was coming toward the city and then it went off like a star over the city. Never seen that. I don't know what that is. So it was just like a, a detonation above the city and it caused so much devastation. Also the words I kept hearing for quite a while before I actually wrote down the prophecy was nuclear strike, nuclear strike, clear and present danger, nuclear war. I was also seeing these starburst detonations in, uh, before my eyes. So uh, there's many times I just see things on top of reality. Right now I'm sitting in my bedroom, but if the Lord is giving me a vision, then on top of the window and the radiator and my bed covers, I see another scene. So I was just seeing these um, starbursts taking place in the sky, um, bombs, several bombs going off at once like cherry firecrackers. And uh, it was made known to me that the city is going to suffer a terrible series of hits by an unknown set of weapons at a future time. This event is not some of the other events that I've talking about, talked about where there will be other types of strikes in New York City, including um, a certain type of event that will feel just like 9-11. It will feel exactly like September the 11th. But these starburst detonations, no. They, they were making sounds in the sky. You could hear this whistling as they were coming in. And so uh, from June 14, 2019, this is what the Lord says. I will destroy New York City and remove it from the face of the earth. I will rain down fire from the sky on that city. New York will be attacked. It will be on the international news. Pray always for those who will be killed. Pray mercy for their souls because they will depart this life suddenly. That means, brothers and sisters, that there will be death where people will not get a chance to repent. Repentance is a gift. Repentance is great mercy from God. When God gives you the chance to come back to him and say, God, I have done evil in your sight against you only have I sinned. Forgive me. That is actually a sign. When this master allows you to come to him and say that you have done wrong, please forgive me, Jesus. Please wash me with your blood and give me a second chance. This is somebody who loves you because somebody who doesn't love you will not say a word, will let you walk in deception, ignorance, and destruction, and then suddenly clap you out of existence. And then there you are, without a leg to stand on, without anything to say, and you never ask for forgiveness, your sins are upon you. Woe to you. So, the Lord says, continue to pray for those who will depart this life suddenly. Pray for them so that they can have a chance to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, so that none of them can be lost or left 
as carrion for the devil to feed on. Know that Satan is laying in wait for souls. Satan waits for souls. That being is crafty and human souls are a prize to him. Do not become a prize in the hands of Satan, brothers and sisters. It is not worth it. Give your life to Jesus Christ. Walk in the way of truth and righteousness. If you are a Christian and you know that you are compromised, you are doing things that don't glorify God, you are sexually active, you lie, you steal, you bear false witness, you always stir up strife among brothers and sisters. This is not winning you any points with God. Forsake those things, cleanse your robes, and walk in holiness before God. So I just said that we should pray for mercy for those who mock to stop mocking and to start listening, to share boldly with our family and friends. Share with your family and friends. Some of them are going to reject it. They're not even going to sit through a video like this. They're going to say, who's this person? I don't know this person. Stop judging me. I'm not interested in judging anyone. I come to bring the prophetic word of the Lord. What he has said, what he has said, I will share. And then each one will have to weigh and make their own decision after that. So I included a prayer of salvation on this prophecy. And I hope that you will go to the blog and read the prophecy. I hope that you will subscribe to this channel. I hope that you will share these videos. Um, and God bless you. And let us continue. Perhaps I can do another one. But for now, this is Celestial with the Master's Voice. Take care.